0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Jay Stevens Podcast. This is episode 18, and as always, thank you for listening and downloading to another episode of the podcast. Remember to always subscribe, rate, and review. It's a great way for people that are searching for a new podcast to listen to, to come across this one. And then remember to always get the word out about the podcast via word of mouth. The things that we enjoy in life, we are more willing and somewhat wired to tell other people about. So no matter if this is your first episode or if you have been listening since episode one, be sure to let people know know about the podcast, no, this is not a glitch, no, there's nothing wrong, we're coming at you a second time this week, with Andrew Luck's so, uh, retirement, taking the football fans um, by storm, um, shocking shocking all football fans, NFL football fans, college football fans, casual football fans, casual sports fans in general, since it's taken, taking a, uh, um. Taking everyone by storm, I said, "Why not come a second time this week?" So we're gonna. So we came Monday, and then as the days kept going, I said, "Why not?" There's so much more to talk about. Let's carry that conversation into a second time this week on Thursday. I was going to introduce introduce this on Mondays, this coming Mondays podcast, but I said, "Why not introduce it now?" So from here on out, we're going to be coming at you twice a week, every single Monday, then also every single Thursday. Monday I gave you my picks for this upcoming weekend for college football. I'll reiterate those at the end of the show. But from now on those picks will come at the end of Thursday's show. I'm going to give you four college football picks and four NFL picks every single week. Um, with the with college football and, and NFL. NFL will give you that Thursday night game. Uh, that'll be every single week. Then also college football. I'll give you one of the games on Thursday evening. So you'll be wanting to tune in to Thursday's show so you know what pick I am picking so maybe if you're t- keeping score and playing with me or playing against me you can know you can make your pick at uh, earlier so you can so you know which team to pick um so yeah twice a week from here on out every Monday every Thursday still the Thursday podcast is still going to drop at the same time as the Mondays so it's not going to be any difference there with the time that it's going to be hitting your phone or your tablet or your computer whichever way you listen to the podcast but we're going to be coming at you twice Monday, Thursday. From here on now, there is way too much to talk about to come just once a week. When I started the podcast, I said I want to ease my way into this thing. I want to slowly gradually uh, progress and, and do more um, and add more things to my plate. But I think it's to the point now that adding more is going to be a good thing. There's so much. You got college football to talk about. You got NFL football to talk about. I mean, goodness gracious, you had the um, uh, the interview with, with Kobe where he made that comment about Shaq. Now granted, we all knew that about Shaq and how kobe thought how kobe viewed shaq's work ethic but hey that could be um that could be an entire episode in and of itself where you could just you just start putting kobe and shaq together and say what could they have done what did they do um and and then you could put those together with hypotheticals with saying other teams other uh uh duos other players what if magic what if magic johnson never got sick what if Michael Jordan never retired? Think, what if, what if Peyton Manning never had a neck injury? Think, what if What if Andrew Luck stayed healthy throughout his entire career? Never had one single issue. What if Ryan Grickson put an emphasis, emphasis on the offensive line for Andrew Luck? You have so much to talk about in sports. Coming once a week is great for a beginner. It's great for someone starting um a new venture, a, a new show. But once that ball starts rolling and you get comfortable with it, why not come twice a week? So that's what we're going to be doing from here on out. Every Monday, every Thursday, stay on the train. Going to be going to be be having a lot of fun every single week. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your coworkers, tell everyone about the podcast. Because trust me, if you enjoy it on a weekly basis, there's a good chance someone you know will enjoy it just like you do. Let's go ahead and take a trip back to Indianapolis. We're going to stay in Indianapolis right now. This story, this Andrew Luck retirement is too hot, too big to leave right now. So we're going to stay right there and talk a little bit about Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck, Bill Polian, and Ryan Grigson. You remember that time when you started to get of age, you were out of your parents' house, you were making decisions on your own, making your own money. You got a good job or you got a job of your own where you're able to save some money. You were able to put some money aside for a major purchase. It could it, it may not be a house, it may not be a car. It could have been your first pair of shoes you bought of your own, where growing up, you didn't have to spend your own money. You didn't have a job. So your parents or some or someone that was in your life was buying things for you, was, was taking care of taking care of you. Um, so you were able to, so you didn't have to, to at that time, buy shoes, buy clothes, buy, make purchases that were um, precious, that uh, were dear to your hearts. you may want to say. Uh, but when you, when that time came, it meant something to you. People waiting in lines, long lines for Jordans to come out, to come back out. Jordan, uh, the, the Jordans that people wait in line for, they're not coming out for the first time. A lot of, the, a lot of times they come out for the third the fourth time, and people just keep flocking back, going back, going back to the malls for sh- those shoes. What about a what about a concert ticket? Now it's not something it may not be something precious, but it's something that you waited for and that you, and that you tried to get. And even even when you buy tickets online, they have something called um protection, some protection service to ensure that your ticket is not going to be messed with, tampered with, um stolen, things of that nature. Clothes. I have jerseys in my closet that I have not worn in quite a long time, but they're in a spot in my closet that that I know where they are. They're in an order that I know know which one is which. Um, I got football separated from basketball. Call me crazy. I got college football, uh, college sports separated from uh, professional sports. So trust me, I, I even have, oh, let's go back, my high school football jersey. That is in my closet. I want. I want to know where it is. I want to protect. I want to pre- protect something that, that I care about. That means something to me. What about your children? What about uh, those of you that are, are or that are married? You want to protect your spouse. You want to protect your children. You want to protect something that that means um, something to you. Something that is of value. Well, I wish that someone would have told. Ryan Grixon about that thing about protecting something that's a value to you, protecting something that's very very important um to his job um because I think if someone would re- would have reminded him of the importance of Andrew Luck, the importance of his position uh, of Ryan Grixon's position in the organization, the importance of taking care of your franchise quarterback, a guy that you told before the draft that you were going to draft him, I think if someone would have reminded him and said, hey Ryan, if you have one one thing to do with with your job, if something that's very, very important for you is to take care of your quarterback. As a former offensive lineman in high school, um, that's one thing that you pride yourself on, either ho- opening up a hole for a running back or protecting your quarterback so that his jersey is as clean as it was at the end of the game, that, uh, that was as clean at the end of the game as it was when he put it on before the game. But Ryan Grigson forgot that. I will. I went back... Um, And I was looking at some different numbers comparing um, different seasons from Andrew Luck to Peyton Manning going from the first six years of Manning's career and then the six years Andrew Luck played in his career. Now, and of course, Peyton Manning played longer than Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck missed a year in 2017 due to a shoulder injury. So there's a missed year in Andrew Luck as far as like him not playing. But I I was looking at a couple numbers, and they speak volumes of Bill Polian, how Bill Polian, the former GM of the Colts, how he valued taking care of his franchise quarterback, and how Ryan Grigson, the former GM of... The Colts, how he didn't value his franchise quarterback and protecting uh, that particular player. Um, so Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck. The first number that I was I'm going to throw at you in order uh, is the percent is is the sack percentage or percentage of times the player was sacked when attempting a pass. Um, so for Peyton Manning, 98-03, through 3.7% 03, uh, 3. in 98, 2.6% in 99, 3.4% in 2000, 5% in 01, 3.7% in 02, 3.1% in 03. Now let's compare that to Andrew Luck. Rookie year, he was sacked on 6.5% of his past attempts compared to 3.7 of Peyton Mays Now, let me remind you, Peyton Manning's rookie year, the Colts were trash, absolutely horrible. They went 3-13 his rookie year compared to Andrew Luck being 11-5. So let's go back to Andrew Luck. Let's go right back down to these percentages. 2012, 6.5%. 2013, 5.3%. 2014, 4.2%. 2015, 4.9%. 2016, the year before his soldier injury, he got he got sacked 7% of his pass attempts. Horrible, absolutely embarrassing. That also happened to be Ryan Grigson's last year with the Colts. He actually should have been fired the year before that. But Jim Irsay, uh, he wanted to look like a proud father with Ryan Grigson on one side and Chuck Pagano on the other saying, hey, I trust these guys. I am going to give them one more year. Even though they haven't proven to me that they're good enough to keep the job, I'm going to give them one more year to try to prove to me that they're better than they already are. Huh. That happened to be that that was the last year both those guys were with the organization. In 2018, um, Luck's best year, the live's best year, 2.7%. Now let's go to the sack numbers. How many times was each player sacked in his in the first six years of his career? Andrew Luck, his entire career. Peyton Manning, 22, 22 times in 98, 14 times in 99, 20 times in the year 2000, 29 times in 01, 23 times in 02, and then, uh, and then 18 times in 03, Andrew Luck. His rookie year, this young man was sacked 41 times. Imagine that. You're sacked 41 times in, in, in your rookie year. That's a that's a horrible way to start a new career, a new position in, in your life. Hey, man, I'm in the NFL. My dad, Oliver Luck, he's, he's well-known, uh, All of a sudden, uh, my dad being well-known doesn't help me. Uh, I got to fit for myself, and the guy that I got to trust to put guys in front of me to protect me, he's not doing a really good job. 2013, Andrew Luck was sacked 32 times. 2014, 27 times. 2015, 15 times. 2016, 41 times once again. That was also that year before he missed the entire season due to shoulder shoulder, shoulder, uh, injury. And also 2018, 18 times. In the first six years of managed career, he was sacked 126 times in the first in Andrew Luck's career, he was sacked 174 times in the regular season. Let's go to the playoffs. I mean, that's where it all matters. You play the regular season to get to the playoffs, to win games, to win Super Bowls. That's why you play. You don't play for a check. You want you play for that ring. Well, Peyton Manning uh, in '99, he he in his first six years, he made the Super Bowl four and the, made the playoffs four times. Andrew Luck once again made it four times. Uh, Andrew, so Peyton Manning. In his first year in the playoffs, played one game, zero sacks. So that's zero percentage. Uh, In the year 2000, Peyton Manning, once again, one game, zero sacks. Um, The year 2002, uh, sacked 3.1% of his pass attempts, sacked one time. 2003, played three games, um, lost in the conference championship game, sacked 4.6% of his pass attempts, was sacked five times. Andrew Luck. First year played one game, sacked 5.3% of his pass attempts in one game, sacked three times. 2013, played two games, sacked 4.4% of his pass attempts, sacked four times. 2014, got to the uh, AFC Championship game, Pro- progressed every year. Imagine this the time you go the furthest, your uh, percentage, you're sacked 0.8% of your pass attempts in the playoffs that year, playing three games, got sacked one time, and then ultimately, um, Last year, um, played two playoff games, sacked 4.2% of his pass attempts, sacked three times. So, when Manning's first four years in, a pl- in the uh, first six years went to the playoffs, four years, sacked six times. Andrew Luck, four playoff years in the uh, four years in the playoffs, sacked 11 times. Bill Polian, um, the one difference, the one thing I remind people all the time about the Colts and their organization and comparing this team, this offense versus previously. The Peyton Manning era—you look back at that—he had consistency in his offensive line. Now, it did help that he had an um, Hall of Fame uh, Ring of Honor. Got the guy got his got his na- number retired with the Colts and Tarek Glenn. I believe he got his number retired. Maybe I may have misspoken there. He did not get his number number retired. He's not in the Ring of Honor. But um, that All Pro Tarek Glenn—I knew I knew something was wrong when I started talking there. Tarek Glenn. Uh, Peyton Manning knew his blind side, his left tackles, his his, his blind side, his backside was going to be protected because Tara Glenn was that good. But but you could go down, you could look at regular season games, playoff games. Peyton Manning's offensive line was consistent. Teams knew that when you play the Colts, there were gonna there's gonna be a consistency within the offensive line. It, Tara Glenn did a great job. Jeff Saturday, we see him on ESPN quite a bit. He did a phenomenal job, but from left guard right on through to the right tackle. No, left tackle to right tackle. Excuse me, I'm getting tongue tied today. We realized that Peyton Manning was going to be upright most of the game. We understood that there was a time, there was a time that there was an emphasis on Peyton Manning being protected, not just by his offensive line, but they had tight ends that could block, tight ends that were healthy, tight ends that were consistent in their play. They also had running backs that could block Dominique Rhodes, Edgerton James. Guys that were that put an emphasis on protecting the quarterback. Let's go to Andrew Luck's career. Andrew Luck's playing time. What did he have? There's no consistency there. I mean, my goodness, at one time, do Andrew do Andrew Andrew Luck had 83 starts. He was sacked 40. Uh, he had four. No, he not sacked. He had 40 different offensive lines in his first 83 starts. There's no consistency. Andrew Luck looks out, said, "Hey, man, who are you? You weren't here last week." Um, you weren't even here Friday in practice. Who are you? You're like, hey man, they put me they put me here, I'm here to protect you. And in Andrew Luck's head, he started to wonder and saying, hey man, how am I supposed to trust the guys in front of me if I don't even know their first name? These are things that's probably it could be one thing going through Andrew Luck's mind. Andrew Luck, a guy that as good of a prospect, as high of a prospect that he is, he knew we all know if we can't trust the people, the person in front of us, if he can't trust the guys in front of him in front of him to block for him, then how in the world is he gonna be able to do the job that he's there to do? Another thing that they put an emphasis on um in the Peyton Manning era was having high caliber um skilled players that would not allow teams to just play one on one on the receivers and and just blitz all the other, and, and blitz everybody else. They had to put an emphasis on the receivers. They had to put an emphasis on uh, on doubling certain players. You got Harrison on one side, Reggie Wayne on the other. Who are you going to double? You going to double both of them? Well, that's probably a four-man rush, giving Peyton Manning what? A lot of time to throw the ball. Well, on the Colts side, you got T.Y. Hilton, and really there's no consistency there. You got Dante Moncrief, you got Darius Haber-Bey, um, I, you got guys that aren't really... I'm not looking for, I'm not looking for a, ho- a household name. I'm looking for consistency in the skill players. And Andrew Luck has not had that. And the backfield behind him, what did he have? An old Frank Gore. You had you had Vic Ballard. Now, granted, Marlon Mack is good now, but he's young, very very young. Andrew Luck in his mind is thinking, hey man, last year uh, my my offensive line was good, very very good, very consistent. Predicted to be one of the predicted to be one of the best offensive lines in the league right now. But my body, my mind, my life the things that i want to do in life they're so important to me that i think walking away from the game that i that i once loved and getting away from this from this uh, habit or this trend of injury surgery rehab injury surgery rehab that he spoke about in his press conference announcing his retirement man if he was able to get away from that and he was and he, he was able to get those thoughts out of his mind he was able to trust the people around him not just trust those around him but trust those people in the front office making the decisions for him, because as Pat McAfee, former pay, former Colts punter, um, currently going to be a college football commentator um, on Thursday nights, as he was as he stopped right before he left, he told Ryan Grixon that hey, he couldn't trust him. He didn't trust the people the people making the decisions for him in his career on the team that he was playing for, so he left. I have a feeling that Andrew Luck at the same time is having a hard time trusting the people in the organization. Even though they're new, this could be deja vu for him once again. Hate to see Andrew Luck go. Hate to see it. Hate to see anyone leave. But I completely understand it. I completely understand why. Bill Polian did what he could to protect his investment with Peyton Manning. Ryan Grigson did not. Even though Ryan Grigson is gone. The effect of Ryan Grigson is still hitting the Colts, and I sure hope it stops now. I sure hope um, that whole uh, segment, those players are gone. As Chris Ballard has done a great job of getting of getting them out out of town. But I hope this this the domino effect, the players leaving because of Ryan Grigson and his inability to do his job uh, very very well. I hope those hope that effect is gone because it's a lot better when more every single team is competitive. And you don't have drama or you don't have issues in the locker room based off someone's bad decisions. <music> Sticking with the Andrew Luck talk and the Andrew Luck retirement, um, last Saturday, I was pretty upset with the way the Colts fans at the preseason game against the Bears handled the way they acted or reacted to the news of Andrew Luck retiring. Now, I'm not saying that was every person there. I'm not naive. I'm not ignorant, or ignorant to think that every person there was booing. A couple of the guys that I work with went to the game, and they didn't speak about any player boo. They didn't speak about anybody booing or people about, around them acting acting out. Now, granted, they may have left at the preseason game. So a lot of people that go to preseason games um, were, uh, they don't act, they leave early. But they didn't say anything about anyone they know being upset, anyone at the game being downtown, anyone there being upset. None of that. None of that at all. But for a couple of days, even up till now, people are talking about the fans at the game, and it really, it really hit me hard. It really got me to think about how crazy it is that Andrew Luck was being was so sought after. To replace Peyton Manning by Colts fans. He, they, we, we, they put so much on his on his back, said, Hey man, you're you you're you're coming in. We want you to be an all-time great. We know you are in your early 20s. We know you just came out of college. We know that you just got out of a 12-1 season at Stanford, but we want you to take over a team that Peyton Manning just left. Not left. We kicked. The, <laughs> we they just let him go. They said bye. Yeah, he left the team, but he was he was forced to leave. He, he had no choice. They said his time here was up. So bye bye. Here's the door. Just go ahead. We'll open it for you. But you gotta go. So Angela came in, and he was and he he played very very well. But all of a sudden, throughout his career, going into the way that he left Lucas Oil Stadium, the way he entered, being cheered. Um, by loud, very loud fans, his first game, not just first preseason game, but first game in general, being into the league. Angel Luck was cheered 60, 65,000 people cheering for you as you walk into Lucas, as you run into Lucas Oil Stadium for the first time as an Indianapolis Colts has to be a great feeling. But the last time, your last memory walking off of that field. The field that you that you played on, as you played very very hard on, that you sacrificed your body on every single week, not because it's a game that you played at a high level. No, no, no. You sacrificed your body, as I just talked about in the previous segment. You sacrificed your body because the people in charge didn't want to protect you the way that they should. But Andrew Luck, man, he's leaving that field. I, I, I mean, I saw him. Uh, he talked to. He said something to Jacoby Brissett. People claim. People tried to say that. Oh, that was him. Uh, telling Jacoby Brissett that he was going to be leaving, that he was going to be leaving the Colts. Well, it may have been, but I've also heard rumblings, people saying that some people knew on Thursday, some people knew on Friday. So somehow some people, the select people, they do Thursday. The select they do Friday. All of a sudden, somebody there told somebody they should they shouldn't have sold. They shouldn't have told that word got back to Adam Schefter. Adam Schefter. Adam Schefter does his job, which he gets paid a lot of money to do. Does his job very well. Sent that tweet out, announced to the world that Andrew Luck was retiring. And Andrew Luck, shortly after 9:30, I think I believe he left during the fourth quarter. Andrew Luck left to booze. He entered Lucas Oil Stadium as a Colt with with cheers. He left with booze. Put yourself in his shoes. Imagine yourself being Andrew Luck. Imagine yourself being uh, the quarterback of your favorite team or just of a team in the NFL, one of 32. And the way you enter with cheers, you, you, you play at a high level. Four of the six years you play in the league on the field. You're in the playoffs. You're getting, you at least give your team a chance to win the Super Bowl. You get one game before away from going to the Super Bowl and winning that game. You got, you got mollywhopped by the Patriots. Of course, the Patriots did what the Patriots do. They, they, they exploit your weakness and embarrass you on the field. That's just, it's just what they do in the playoffs. But you go there, you, you you play at a high level. Um, people love you. Um, you're all over everyone's TV. You're all over the commercials. Uh, people are buying your jerseys. People are see, going to you for interviews. You're the you're the man of the city. You are the man of the team. And when you announce the retire your retirement from the game, to protect yourself because the love of the game has gone away because, like I said, this this cycle injury surgery rehab injury surgery rehab is is too much and if you felt like you were going to go through that process once again you were going to leave that's what happened and people you come in with cheers you leave with booze imagine how you would feel take a minute to think about that how would you feel because as a fan of the Colts as, as, as someone that, I, that 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 watches they watch us football on a weekly basis that's horrible as a human being, that's horrible. That shows you're selfish. That shows that you want to be the one in charge. You feel like, no, not Andrew Luck is playing. Not that you're there to watch Andrew Luck, but Andrew Luck is there because of you. That's, I, I, sorry, that's not how it works, guys. No, No, that's not how it works at all. We buy season tickets. You buy a ticket to a game to do what? Cheer for your team and cheer for the people on your team. If Andrew Luck's there, if Andrew Luck's not there, you're still probably going to go to the game to cheer for your team, but you're there because of him. The Colts season tickets are at an all-time high because of him. The Colts are projected, projected to be, we're projected to be a Super Bowl contender by some because of him. The Colts are really good and their offensive line is getting better. The offense is going to be better this year. What well, was supposed to be, why? Because of him. Because of the offensive line that he is behind. That he instructs in practice. It's all because of him. But now, because he's retiring to help himself out, you feel like he's doing you a disservice because you don't want to be a season ticket holder anymore, which I get that, I understand. You buy something because you want to watch a player. But hey, now, let's be honest now. If he's going to do something to better him as a human being, why are you being selfish and saying, hey, man, you need to think about me before walking away from this game? I've been in a situation before not well not the situation like Andrew Luck I've never been on that stage but I've been in a situation where I had to walk away from a situation from a place that I was working at things weren't going well things were things I was not happy at all uh there uh, there was a time that I just wanted that my friends and the people that I talked to on a weekly basis about the situation which was not many but they all said man you're not you don't seem like yourself you don't seem like the same person that you used to be you're not as happy your smile's not as big dude are are you okay?" Are you, are are you, are, are, is something, is something drastically wrong with you? Are you worried about life? Are you sick? I wasn't happy with where I was in life. I wasn't happy about, about the people, the people around me, the surroundings that were going on. They weren't bad people, but at the time, it wasn't the best place for me to be as a, as a human being and to better myself and the things that I wanted to do in life. So I had to go to the individual in charge and say, hey, sir, I I think it's time. I think it's time for me to go. And as soon as I said that, they already had sensed that, he already had sensed that that me coming to him saying that was coming. So he didn't seem really, really surprised. But I've been there. I have been there where you come and everyone's excited to see you. Everyone's excited that you're there. Everyone's excited that you're, you're a part of the team. And then things start going south, things go different than the way you plan. Now, I didn't have the physical injury to the physical hurt or physical ailment that Andrew Luck had um, where the physical ailment and they're transferring to um, changes of this mental thoughts. I didn't I didn't have that. My I actually at that time, <laughs> I was actually going I actually I actually lost a lot of weight during that, during that time. Not the unhealthy way, not due to depression. No, no. But I just put in a I put in a lot of hard work I ran a lot, ran a lot of miles. Ran my first race, which happened to be a uh, a 5k plus one mile, not a 5k, but it was a, a 4.1 mile race um, instead of a 3.1 like most people do during their first uh, long distance uh, road race. Um, but no, I, I would just, it just was the time for me to leave, and the person in charge understood that I'd left. Now the, I'm, I'm sure there were rumblings of Jay saying, "Hey man, Jay should stay. Why is Jay doing this? Why is Jay going?" jay needed to better himself jay needed to get away from that that environment and jay did what was needed for him to better himself as a human being andrew luck doing the same thing andrew luck is doing the same is doing something to help and better himself as a human being even if you're a season ticket holder you and the money you spent great i mean i understand it you want your money back you feel like uh your investment is not worth it But to Andrew Luck, the investment that he, the time that he has put into this game, it was worth it to him, but it's time for him to leave the game that he once loved to better himself and to get himself in a better mental state. Don't make harsh statements. Don't boo. Uh, This booing is crazy. People people upset and calling the coach organization to get a refund is crazy. I get it. I understand it. You may want your money back, but you did that. You putting your money out was with or without Andrew Luck. Same as those fans of 2017. Same as those fans of 2011. You don't like it. I mean, I understand it. But don't boo. Don't, that booing, that that got me. That got me. That, That upset me. That upset me. And I feel bad for Andrew Luck. Entered Lucas Oil Stadium in cheers, left in boos. And that could have been why his face when he ran off of Lucas Oil Stadium, a photographer got a shot of a disgruntled and upset look on Andrew Luck's face because the people that once cheered me are booing me because I'm trying to better myself before we get out of here. I want to be, I want to go over these picks one more time for this upcoming college football weekend. Like I said, there's four picks for this week. I'll give you Monday's pick on Monday's podcast, Monday's episode for Notre Dame and Louisville. You can just uh, do whatever you want. Look into that. one if you're a Notre Dame or Louisville fan, I'll give you my pick. Um, on Monday, but first, Thursday evening, we have UCLA and Cincinnati. Like I said, I got Cincinnati in that game Friday night. Got Colorado State in Colorado. I got Colorado in that game at Sports Authority Field in Denver. Saturday night in Jerry's World, Auburn in Oregon. I got Auburn in that one. Um, I am in a college football fantasy league this year. First time for that. Going to be an adventure. Um, and Justin Herbert, their quarterback, is one of my quarterbacks in that league don't let me down, young man. And then Sunday night, great way to kick off the, the first full weekend of college football. Houston at Oklahoma. I got Oklahoma in that one. What say you? If you want to play a game, and you want you, and you want your pick to go go up against mine, let me let me know. Email me jstevenspot at gmail.com. I'll be glad to put a tally your picks against mine. See the who see who um. And uh, who was the better picker? Just for fun. Just for fun. None of us are uh, putting putting any money to this or things like that. It's just something for fun that sports fans do to go back and forth and compete in a way that we can compete on a regular basis. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Jay Stevens Podcast. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at dr underscore J25. That is at D R underscore J A Dr. underscore jay the number two, and the number five. Like I just said, you can find you could send all emails to J at gmail.com. Once again, that is Jstevenspod at gmail.com. As always, remember to subscribe, rate, and review. It's a great way for people that are searching for a new podcasts to listen to to come across this one. And then remember to always get the word out about the podcast via word of mouth. The things that we enjoy in life. We are more willing and somewhat wired to tell other people about. So so no matter if this is your first episode or if you've been listening since episode one, be sure to let people know about the podcast. Like I said earlier, this is episode 18 of the Jay Stevens podcast coming at you two times a week from now on. Look for the next episode on Monday morning, dropping Monday morning on your favorite podcast platform. I'll see you next time.